All right, guys. Thanks for coming out, Chicago. Here we go. Welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast. It's a podcast hosted by my two really good friends, Edgar Montplazier and Jacques Neal. Very good guys. Uh, they're just going to talk about pop culture, sports, a lot of things, things people care about. Chicago. If you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth. They beat the fifth and have them coming back for more. Bleak, bleak, really big rigs. Bosky out with the crowny thing, but the comedians with the clowny thing. She better wild out at the Culture Kings. Welcome to Culture Kings. Man, oh shit. Give it up for Ian, yo. Yeah. So y'all about to clap like I'm from here. (laughs) Clap, damn it, clap, clap, clap. Oh man. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Edgar Montplazier. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Jaquise Neal. Chicago. Wow, Chicago. Damn, wow. it's cold as hell. Absolutely. Stepped absolutely. off the plane and immediately got ashy. Ashy immediately. The moment I stepped off the plane, Chicago, what a famous city. Huh? <laughs> what a famous city. This is Edgar's soliloquy. Go ahead. Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> Kanye West. Mayor kicking a man Daly. out of his home over a baseball game. What a famous, beautiful city, huh? He's shitting on us right now. No, I'm not. I love this town. I love this town of corruption. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's a great place. How y'all doing tonight? (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, this feels good. This is our first, like, on-the-road show. Absolutely. And we chose the perfect city, Chicago, to start it off. See, he keeps shitting. They're going to beat your ass I'm not. I'm being so, I'm being so for real. I don't understand what I'm, I'm being so for real. All right, man. I keep telling you, don't get shot, my nigga. (laughs) I'm so happy I had to wear five layers to do this show. (laughs) I know, dude. I got off the plane. I was like, man, I need lotion right now. Right now. I'm I'm borrowing jackets from Jaquise. That's how fucking cold I am. You have been. This dude, like, we we were walking off the train and he just had on his headphones i'm like dude take your headphones off let's be social he's like nigga i'm cold uh, <laughs> yeah that's like, why this ain't headphones. social weather right now yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to talk to you my beats are the only thing keeping me alive right now <laughs> oh, oh man. man it feels good to be home y'all feels good feels good i'm gonna sit down because i'm lazy i'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little tired i'm a little, I'm a little tired. tired we've been up since 6 a.m uh la time which yeah. is what 9 a.m. 9 a.m. here. Something like that. Y'all like, man, shut up. My man right here, like, nigga, shut the fuck up. I wake up at 7 a.m., walk 15 miles in snow, carry a car on my back to get to work. (laughs) Why you carrying the car? Put it down, drive it. Drive it, man. No, man, that's not what we do in Chicago. Oh, man. I'm I'm very happy to be here, though, for real, for real. I am, too. This is dope. Uh, how many people were here for the last show, Yours is Racist? We had a couple people. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, the homies, the homies. Let's see, let's see. Oh, my man. Oh, my man, Jeremy Flowers. <laughs> that name means nothing to you guys, but I've known this dude since we were about 11 years old. Shout what out up? to Jeremy Flowers. What up, man? How you doing, oh, brother? I see you. I see you. Thanks for coming out. 
Guys, we got a show for you tonight. Absolutely. This is going to be a good-ass time. We Absolutely. got an hour and a half to fill. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, if you listen to the podcast, should not be that hard. No. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, not at all. What you want to talk about? Guys, anyway? I want to bring out your favorite person on the podcast ever. Sophie is over here, everybody. I'm just fucking around. No, she's not. No, she's not. No, she's not. We're going to have fun tonight. Am I right? We're going to have... Nobody's going to stop our Nobody fun Nobody's going to stop us. <laughs> Ain't going to be nothing cut from the episode. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how much it ends up how on much? the cutting room floor <laughs> on Culture Kings. Oh, it's man. probably a good thing. I can't run for president with some of the shit. That's no, been not on. at all. Not at all. Not at all, Jaquise. <laughs> the uh, room got silent. <laughs> they know your dark past. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> There's one person in this room that like, knows know, my dark past. I know, and this nigga cannot be president. <laughs> he gonna be my vice president. He oh, gonna be man. my vice president. <laughs> Yo, uh, I listen. I'm gonna be real with you. I haven't been back to Chicago in November and December in about five years uh, because I'm a bitch now. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. Y'all crazy, man. It's it's fucking. It is below 50 degrees. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It shouldn't, it's, you but, should not be able to walk in the house, put your head in the freezer, and warm up. That's how cold Chicago is, dude. But what bothers me, though, is that there's people out here who are dressing like it's not that cold. Dude, we saw... I saw a dude in nothing but a button-up shirt, and most of the buttons were open. And I'm like, yo, what? How can you do this? What is this power that he possesses? <laughs> Whiteness. That's <laughs> what he's possessing. Bro, he was just chilling. I know too like, many hey. white people would be like, oh, it's 40 degrees? Where my flip-flops at? <laughs> man, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't get it, man. I never got that. But, you know, I mean, listen. I'm, I'm going to be real. When I was here, I was living here, I was born and raised here, you do have like a Chicago toughness to you, right? You, you'd be like, man, it's only 15 degrees, wind chill to eight. I don't need no scarf. Yeah. <laughs> No, you do. You know, you do. You do. You, you do. do. I know that now, because when it gets 60 degrees, I got my scarf on in L.A. <laughs> and I be looking fly and warm as hell. <laughs> it's, a fly, it's a fly scarf. It's a fly scarf. Thank you. You're wearing it. Yeah, I am wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I dressed half of Edgar today on the fucking bus ride to the hotel. Yo, where my Southside people at in the house right now? Hell yeah. Where my West Side people at? Where my suburb people at, huh? Where my suburb people at? <laughs> I saw somebody look down when you were naming the parts of the city. I, like, I gotta call it the suburbs. I gotta call it. Someone when y'all like, gonna get to the Chicago land area? <laughs> All right. <laughs> when y'all gonna get to Elgin Man. and Naperville? Can someone say Michigan, please? <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. I'm this... from here. I'm from here. <laughs> That's what they do, right? Anytime you meet someone from Michigan, I'm from here. Is that what they do? What a weird thing to be proud of, that your state is shaped like a hand. <laughs> People in Florida don't be like, oh, I'm from here in Florida. That's where I'm... <laughs> it's crazy. What is Illinois shaped like? I don't even know what the fuck Illinois is shaped like. I don't like. know, bro. Like, like a half-biting pizza or something? I don't know. <laughs> Such a weird shape of a state. Uh, I went to... Yo, this is where me and Jeremy, man, I, I want to I I say this. Because every time I tell this story in L.A., people are like, this is insane. But I went to an elementary school called Bret Hart Elementary, uh, named after a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what we thought. It's actually named after an explorer or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, but that is the first time I ever went to public school. Like, mm -hmm. I grew up going to Christian school. 
if you can believe it, uh, <laughs> because the Lord is good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Uh, no, yeah, that 100%. was my attempt at tongues. Uh, and that was the first time I went to a public school, but that was also the first time, like, my mom, like, let loose of mm-hmm. me. And, like, I was riding in a CTA at, like, age 10 and shit like that by mm-hmm. myself, like, miles and stuff like that. And then I told my mom I was coming here today, uh, coming for this trip, and she was like, all right, let me rent you a car. And I was like, why? What you need to rent me a car for? I can take the CTA. And she was like, no, I'm worried about you taking the CTA. I was like, woman, you used to let me take the CTA when I was 10 years old. You weren't worried then? You worried now that I'm 32 years old? <laughs> like, You're weaker now. You're weaker, weaker now. Yeah. She, she was serious, too. She was like, I'm renting you a car. I was like, no, you're not. Yeah. She was so damn, what, what is, I, look, I get it. I'm older now. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot scareder of shit than I used to be. But. I think she just really wants babies, Shakice, and she just does not want to risk it. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> she really wants grandchildren. Maybe she does. No, she re- does. She Maybe she does. does. There's no question of it. She definitely Maybe she does. does. I don't know what she wants. Okay? <laughs> well, call her. If you called her, you would know. What I got to call her for? She my mama. <laughs> <laughs> she should be calling me. I ain't asked to be born. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that though, man. My grandma would be guilty me for not calling all the time. I'm like, grandma, you haven't called me in 14 years. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, it's your grandma. I should call her. But one time you can pick up the phone and call me too. Uh, anytime my grandma gets mad about me not calling her, I just wait five minutes because she has dementia. <laughs> it's true. She not, she's not going to be offended. <laughs> One time my grandma was getting mad at me. She was like, I'm going to call my husband to come fight you. And I was like, he's dead. And then she started getting sad. I'll be like, I'll just wait five minutes. <laughs> Damn. Hey, Edgar. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> I just waited five minutes. She's like, hi. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you for the 50th time. Oh, my gosh. That is insane. Uh, you're going to hell too. We'll Absolutely. be there together, man. Absolutely. The Culture King section in hell, guys. Uh, who got some Culture King merch on right now? Who got some Culture King's merch on? Nobody. Nobody. Uh, we got Nobody. a Hillman College shirt right here. I'm loving oh, that. I like that Hillman College shirt. Listen, I like that, but listen, I had a Cosby Show shirt one time, and mm-hmm. I can't wear it no more. Of course. Uh, I think Hillman College, you can fake it. You I can, can like, fake oh, this that. This is a real Because you can be like, no, nah, this is a different world. This yeah. is a different world. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Cosby Show who? Nah, brother. <laughs> nah, this, this is. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I'm sad that I can't Like all my Cosby Show DVDs are just yeah. collecting dust I doubt to throw them away and shit but <laughs> You don't to throw them away I should uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I like the hell Yo, we gonna, we gonna give out some merch to some people today So we gonna do a Q&A a little bit later So start thinking of some questions you may want to ask us We gonna talk about it And if you do ask a question and we like it, which we will we're going to give you some merchandise. We got three special shirts to give out, guys. So think of that. That's going to be dope. After the show, we also going to do a meet and greet. So we want to make sure we meet all our fans, all the Culture Kingdom. And we also going to give out more free shirts because <laughs> we, we ain't paid for shirts. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck it. We ain't paid for it. No. They're like, can you guys sell some shirts? We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to give them out. <laughs> like, y'all just going to take the money. What the yeah. fuck are we selling them for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give them out for free. Yo, we got some dope-ass guests for you today. 100%. 100%. We got three dope-ass guests. We're going to bring out one right now. This dude, listen, I talk about it a lot on the podcast. I'm a Chicago actor. 
Chicago Theater. Uh, I love how you laugh at that immediately. Uh, <laughs> You're Chicago a theater, theater actor. I am a theater actor. <laughs> Where my actors at? Anybody else? Anybody in here? All right, all the right. One yeah, Every, you know everybody else. Everybody else out here making money, right? Everybody else out here making money. <laughs> He's like, yeah, right here, man. Me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. You're gonna make it to another theater. I believe in you, my guy. <laughs> Hey, man, let them know you making that dough out there. You making money. You're going to play a dead body on Chicago Fire, dude. I'm excited for you. <laughs> you already did? Oh, he shit. He already did it. <laughs> I was body number two. I was body number two. I was there. Check my IMDb. Shit. <laughs> I got credits, motherfucker. <laughs> You got credits, man. You got credits, man. I'm proud of you, man. I'm glad there was a brother in here, too, man. Yeah, I'm glad. Man, no more white bodies on Chicago No fire. more white bodies. <laughs> we need a true, accurate depiction of crime in Chicago. I ain't from here no more, motherfuckers. I can talk shit now. <laughs> Uh, we gotta bring up this guest. We gotta bring up this guest. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta bring up this guest. Chicago will never have us back. Never. Uh, this dude is such a dope ass dude. He is a Chicago actor here in town. He's also a director. He's also an activist. Guys, put your hands together. Give a warm welcome to our first guest, Wardell Julius Clark, y'all. <laughs> Uh-huh. My man came out with a Muhammad Ali shirt. What's your shirt right. say? What's your shirt say? Pro black. Love it. I love it. Love it. Love, love it. it. What's love up, brother? It. Thanks for doing the show, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, bro. Tell people about you, man. What, 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 what you want people to know about you? Let's get that out of the way. Uh, what do I want people to know? You said everything. I'm an actor, director, uh, social justice activist, work in the city, uh, done a lot of theater, TV film. Um, what body were you on Chicago Fire? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, I've been on Chicago Fire twice. Damn! Uh, uh, you didn't one. know they was doing resurrections on that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, season one, I did have my legs crushed, so that's true. <laughs> I had both of my legs crushed. Yo, uh, if you don't tell me you was walking by the next episode, I'm leaving. This, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, some gasoline spilling, and there was a big explosion. But like, I had like prosthetic legs. It was actually pretty cool. So you um, was walking by the end of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, uh, nice, nice. And then a security guard, because, you know, brother's always a security guard. You got to get, <laughs> get him in yeah, absolutely, there. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you told me in the back you're from Birmingham, Birmingham Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But you've been here for like 15 years. Yeah. Uh, here's something that we don't get to talk about that much on our, on our pod, but it's weird. Like, movie, TV, writing, not so much writing, but movies and TV... We can see like people of color wanting to get into that, but not that many people of color want to actually get into theater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's not true. something that we grow up hearing you can do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, nobody. I didn't know about theater. The only theater I knew was the third grade auditorium when people were playing trees and shit. Yeah, like, like I, I don't even know. You know, to tell you the truth, I don't really know how I came to it. Mm. Like I, I wanted to be a lawyer when I was four, and then I realized that lawyers four. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> You know, precocious little kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a lawyer at four, and then I decided that lawyers had to lie. 
and I didn't want to lie, so I wanted to be an actor because we told the truth. I don't know where I got their reasoning from. And bro, I got some I, news for you, my guy. <laughs> I got some news for you. Because <laughs> I lie all the time on stage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then I just like started doing it. My parents uh, were not actors or like theater people or didn't go to the theater at all. Um, and then I just like started performing, speaking at church and that kind of stuff. And then before I knew it, I was like in an inner city dance and theater program. And I was like never at home. I was like always on the road, like at Disney World and L.A. And performing. You was at Disney World performing? Uh, yeah. No, was, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, let's like, block this dude out. So let's talk about. <laughs> now let's talk about Disney World real quick. No. <laughs> uh, it was also nice, you know. I was the only dude, and it was like you know, eighteen girls. So that was really fun. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. I'm listening. All right. I, I that's a, now you back up. This dude. That's out. a lot okay. of our stories <laughs> about how we got into it. But yeah, yeah. Then, I came up here to DePaul and been doing it ever since. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you, what show, what, you, seven shows this fucking year, which is yeah, insane. Yeah, I did, I did seven shows this year. I directed four, remounted one, and I acted in two, which, like, for theater people, that's, like, crazy. Like, you know, it's only 12 months in a year, and it takes, like, anywhere from two to three months to put up a show and mm -hmm. do a show. So all of my shows, like, literally overlap. Like, I'd open a show and then start rehearsals for the next one the next day. That's uh, a lot. It's a lot. So talk to us a little bit about the activism work that you're doing out here in Chicago. Yeah, so like a lot, most of my plays have a social justice theme in one way or the other. Uh, I did this play called The Shipment by a playwright named Young Jean Lee, and it's about African-American representation in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. But it's actually a modern-day minstrel show. So like people are like really weirded out, like they come on and do this really crazy dance, and then there's like 15 minutes of stand-up, and it like, it rips everybody it is the mm -hmm. most irreverent like but he she has a lot of points in there about social justice and the world we're living in and like she wrote it in like 08 during the obama years and i was like when i first saw it at the mca in chicago i was like this play is whack and boring and dry but like where we are now those same words that same play is like it packs a hell of a punch mm -hmm. uh so a lot of my work does uh deals with that idea insurrection holding history which is like roots go with me y'all go with me <laughs> It's like roots. You immediately put eight black people to sleep as soon as you say that. <laughs> no, but, roots? Stay, but, but stay with me. But stay with me. It's Roots okay. meets The Wizard of Oz okay. meets In Living Color. How you make that? <laughs> <laughs> you blew somebody in the audience's mind. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's about the uh, Nat Turner slave rebellion. Mm -hmm. uh, but a great-great-grandfather takes his, his great-great-grandson, who's a PhD candidate at Columbia, back in time to meet Nat Turner in the flesh and experience the slave rebellion firsthand. Uh, <laughs> and they, they get back there by flying on a bed like the Wizard of Oz, and they land on a slave master, mm -hmm. and then the slaves break out into a, a musical number called He's Dead, mm -hmm. like the Munchkins. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, when, I, when, I, when we arrived here, when we arrived here, Jaquise told me that it's hard to come by marijuana in this city. Where are you finding it to write oh, your I place? Some, I got some good people, brother. I got some good <laughs> And that's not true. You ain't been here. That ain't true at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it is kind of like a fever dream. The mm -hmm. play is kind of like a fever dream. But all of them, it, it deals with like, I, and Nat Turner is one of my favorite figures. Yeah. Uh, so any play that's about him, that's about the insurrection, I think is a warning. Uh, it's always a warning. Um, so I, 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 I tend to do work like that. I also like work with uh, Black Lives Matter in Chicago and talk with marchers and protesters about like body language and that kind of stuff that we use when we're out on the streets protesting. What does that mean, body, like, 
Not, don't be fucking yeah, well, hostile just, with your body language well, yeah, and shit. Yeah, it's just like you can project a certain kind of energy without mm-hmm. appearing hostile. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that means nothing, really. But, you know, there's a way of projecting a certain kind of energy. Uh, that, can you show us? No. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird question, Jaquise. I want to see, see what this projected energy, like if you I... Just, just, you just stand up, stand up, stand up, right, stand up, stand up, right. stand up. Okay. And then you just like, you're just going to hold it, but like it's not, you're not leaning forward, you're not leaning back, you're standing okay. on your heels, you're grounding okay. your shoulders are back, and like they have to take you at face value. My, my back, back hurts. hurts. Yeah. <laughs> my back, <laughs> back, back hurts. hurts so much that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. We got weak backs in LA, man. We don't walk. <laughs> so then, um, you know, I, was, I told you I was just in LA two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, everybody's like, we don't walk in LA. The blocks are too long. And I was like, man, I ain't been in LA in forever. But you know what? If I were in New York, if I were in Chicago, I would walk these blocks and not think about it. Now, granted, they are yes. longer in LA, but I would walk the same amount of distance and not think about it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna walk. So I walked a bit. I, I mean, but I, I definitely walked a bit. What was the other stuff that you did? Uh, you know, hitchhiked, you know, whatever. You hitchhiked? <laughs> no. All right, um, man. So, like, do you find it at all difficult to, like, find theaters that are willing to put up these shows? Or are there theaters that put up these specific types of shows and stuff You like know, that? I found that I tell white people they suck and then they give me jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me that. Uh, uh, well, like, I mean, we talk about, I mean, in the entertainment industry, we talk about diversity all the time. Absolutely. We talk about, like, representation It's a all hot the time. word. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah. It's in now. That is the word. We are in. We are yeah, in. we're in. Melanin yeah. is in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if you, like, talk about it, like, I go... When you go to pitch meetings, um, and I'm just like, oh, look at the, look at your history of shows. Look at the the actors you've hired. Look at the directors you've hired. Uh, the demographics of POCs or women or of non-binary people is zero or yeah. minus zero. Uh, we need to change this. I think this is a good show for your company. Now, granted, where I did Insurrection at earlier this year, the company did one more show and then they closed. My show was a hit, so I don't know what that's about. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe it wasn't sustainable after they had a hit. Uh, And they couldn't recreate that model with, like, a white-centric show, which I think is actually the the real problem. Yeah. um, I I just go in and really, like, try to pitch. I'm I'm a super, super passionate dude, so when I'm talking about the work, I'm talking about something, I just go in with all my passion and why I think it's great. Absolutely. And I believe, I, I use this phrase, and a lot of my theater people use this phrase, fucking them in the heart. So I'm going to make you laugh really hard. And the harder I make you laugh, the harder I'm probably going to make you feel. Mm. And then, you know, and hopefully you go out and try to be a better person, change the world. See, I like that because I think that there's a lesson for anyone there who's, like, interested in doing any of these things. It's like, find a space that needs it and then provide that need yeah. that they have. Which yeah. is like, you're going to these theaters and being like, look, you've never had a show like this. I have that show to give to them. Because I think a lot of times we try to go to places where they're already doing that kind yeah. of stuff, right? Like, we can go to a black theater and put up that show, but you're yeah. kind of preaching to the choir versus, like, you can go to a space where they don't really have that thing and you can put it up. And yeah. the gains from that are so much more. Yeah, I have a theory about, and my uh, friend, the late Sam Roberson Jr., I don't know, you might have known him before yeah. you left. Yeah. Um, Sam always talked about fighting for equity in white spaces. Mm. Uh, and so I use that model when I go to pitch at, at theater companies that I don't uh, think necessarily are... are are doing the kind of work that I like to do. And can you explain, like, the difference between equity and equality? Because I think that that's, like, something that people get a little bit confused on. Uh, the, the difference between equity, like you said, like, fighting for equity in yeah. white spaces. Yeah, it is It is. It is equality on, on, on every level. Yes. Uh, it's equality on every level across the board. So if, if a theater company has been in existence for 20-something years and they have done maybe three or four 
person of color shows, yeah. then ideally for equity in that theater company, the next five, six seasons should be programmed fully hired designers on both sides of the table. Yes. Like I, I, I try not to have ever all white design teams. I try not to have all men design teams uh, that you have to balance it out. Yeah. So ideally that would be. I mean, that's the crazy thing, because you, you hear, like, we, we talk about writers' rooms, how oh, they oh, are... Sorry. sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I realize when you, you asked the question... cut me off on my show. <laughs> 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 uh, as you asked the question, are there any theater people, any actors in here? And, like, nobody raised their hand, but brother right here who's an actor. I'm like, does anybody in here go see theater? Okay. 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 There you right. go. All right. All okay. right. So and everybody else on that Netflix, right? We all on that yeah. Netflix, right? Netflix. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I'm on that too. But, <laughs> I'm on that too. But, we we multi diverse. You know, we got to get our podcast fans to get out. Absolutely. Yeah, see dude. Some live things. Like you got to see it all, but you want to see some good stuff. Just follow me, and I'll get y'all the good shit. Mm. And especially to live in a city where it's so available to not yeah, go watch it. It's such I mean, a waste. I, yeah, I say Chicago is the theater city of Absolutely. It is. Like, it really, really is. I always say that. People think I'm crazy. I mean, obviously, New York has Broadway and off-Broadway. Yeah. And New York does great shit with theater, but sure. Chicago yeah. is a fucking theater, theater city, yeah. dude. Yeah. You, so many black box theaters. People... Uh, a buddy of mine started up Jackalope, which started here like 10 oh, so years I'm, ago. My, my next show I'm directing at Jackalope is the next show I'm directing. Nice, yeah. nice, Dutch nice. Masters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though. But you were talking about how you actively try to make sure that your rooms don't look just one way, right? Yeah. We talk about that with like black women in writers' rooms, how there aren't any black women in writing room. And the question is, well, how do we get more black women in writers' rooms? How do we get more uh, people of color on TV and in these shows? And it's like, just fucking try. <laughs> like it's, it's not like effort. just it's just, just try. Effort, like, yeah. It's effort. It's saying, oh, we got ten spots. Then I'm going to make sure that I'm going to have people of color in this. And that doesn't mean you just give it to them. No. You go out and you find the best person yeah. for the job. Yeah. But we talk about this a lot. How much black people have to be excellent, right? We yeah. have to be excellent in everything we do. Or you and see mediocre people fail all the and time. And why mediocre people still succeed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, dude, that, that is the number one thing I tell people. If you want to change some shit, just start trying. Just say, all right, I'm going to change it. Yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a director. I mean, I had assistant director some things, but I wasn't a director before this year. And mm. then I got, like, five shows up this year. So it's just like, I was like, I'm going to do this now. Then I started doing it. So you do social activism. Yeah. We are comedians. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're in the entertainment industry, too. Uh, one of the best things about social activism right now, once shit happens, is black Twitter. Uh, My favorite. As soon as some shit happens, I just go right to Twitter and just wait for the memes to start fucking rolling in, dude. Uh, and that's kind of what we do. You know, we try to bring levity to a lot of situations that suck, right? Yeah. What is, I mean, what is your idea of bringing comedy to the social activism realm of actually getting people to care about things that we need to care about? Yeah, well, I don't think you can do anything like that's like, I mean, there are dramas in, like, film and TV. There are dramas and like, even they have moments of levity. But for, like, what I do, my plays are usually fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like, they are really, really funny. Because I think once, once we have the laughter and that emotion is rolling, once we get to the real shit, we're more apt to listen. I like it. I like that was it. That a very succinct answer. I, I feel like I should have said more. <laughs> yeah. You, you heard the pause. I was like, yeah, that's it. this dude going to say some more, right? <laughs> I ain't got another question for you. You're going to say some more, right? <laughs> now, uh, speaking about black Twitter, there was something that was on black Twitter today that you kind of wanted to talk to us about. Yeah, that... I did want to talk about this. Uh, okay, so maybe some of y'all saw it. I don't know if you did. 
but a on a Southwest flight, uh, I think it was in Texas. <laughs> clearly you have. Come on, Hillman. Uh, clearly, clearly you have. So on a Southwest flight in Texas, uh, this woman and her five-year-old daughter were checking in to their flight. And the person at the counter uh, was checking them in, and I guess after they checked in, they went and sat back down. And the woman at the counter could not stop laughing at the name on the ticket. Now I'm gonna like I'm gonna say it like it reads to us, but I'm not gonna pronounce it yet. Yeah. So the name reads A B C D E, their last name. And she's like cracking up about this like name. Um, the name is pronounced Absidy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, black people be doing the most. The man. most, the absolute most. But it's A B. Oh, you name your fucking kid Absidy first. <laughs> why did you? Why does it spell A B C D E? Right. Yeah, like, you could have done A B dash C I T Y. Like there are a lot of you other ways. Could have A P P C I T Y. There are so many other ways to get through that. But apparently, this this woman, the flight attendant, whoever, was like really, really laughing. And then she had like a bigger guffaw and started calling over her coworker. So the coworker started coming <laughs> over. So it's this whole situation happening. <laughs> And then, like, the girl's, like, uh, the girl's mom is like, you know, my kid can hear you laugh. She's laughing. Stop that. It's not. So it turns out the girl is autistic. So, like, yeah, like, it was like, ah, this is not cool. Um, so, but the girl posts, she took it, and she posted it on social media. So there are, like, a million memes now about naming your child A, B, C, D, E. They weren't black? White people be doing the most, no. man. <laughs> I still swear, goes. It, it still goes. goes. Both, both, <laughs> both statements goes. are true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No lie was told. <laughs> I guess like I don't know because you want to give your kid like an original name, right? Like, yeah. You want, but like, what's too far? I guess in an original name. I mean, that's too far. Yeah. That's too far. Uh, ooh, somebody restricted calling me. Don't answer it. I'm not going to answer okay, it. Okay, good. Because that's a bill Bill collector. collector. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you in Chicago selling tickets and merchandise. You got enough money to uh, pay your bills? Uh, <laughs> but, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's a too far name to go. You know, like the Kardashians, they got all them, you know, they went out of the Gwyneth Paltrow route. They got, like, uh, like Chicago yeah, and like, North and Dream and yeah. True. Dream? Uh, which yeah. one is Dream? Uh, that's uh, Rob's and uh, Black China's. Okay. Oh, okay. That's that a cool sense. name. I don't know. That's a cool name. Dream. See, like, Haitian people, they just name Dollars. people after, like, adjectives. Like, I knew this girl named Lovely. Like, that was just her name. And I'm oh. like, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's just how Haitian people do it. They also name people. <laughs> what did you really want to say? I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> But, like, uh, like, you know, are they also, like, name someone, like, someone's son, but they'll just be like, it's like Lucan's son or William's son. And mm-hmm. it's just like. And then you just look, the dad's name is William, and the dad's name is Luke, <laughs> and they're just hella lazy, they just put that shit together. So I don't know, I guess like it's just like, it's just a name, like, you know what I, I mean? I teach in schools, and like, I come across young kids with like, interesting names all the mm-hmm. time. W- one girl's name was Peculiar, uh, like, just like, <laughs> Peculiar, like, spelt like Peculiar. And I was like, you know, when someone says it the first time, you're like, I'm sorry? Like, and like, you're trying to like, fix your face, you're trying to like, oh, I, this is, this younger lady's name, I should mm-hmm. like be respectful. I'll say, oh, peculiar. How do you spell that? She spelled peculiar, and I was like, oh, great. Such a unique name. <laughs> and then, like, I go, I swear to God, not like two classes later, uh, there's this girl named I'm Unique. And it's like, <laughs> but it's spelled like O. Now, I know she was black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know she I'm was unique. black. <laughs> <laughs> but it's spelled like with an O, but it's I'm Unique. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I, I find a lot of students... I mean, people are very, very creative. Like, I mean, listen, as somebody who has a different name, and my name gets mispronounced, I say my name on the show every single episode, and people what still people mispronounce you? my name. I, most people just call me Jaquise, which, whatever, I take that. But my name is Jaquise. Uh, I don't even say my name right most of the time. But, like, growing up, I hated my fucking name because yeah. everybody mispronounced it. Mm-hmm. Somebody literally called me Jackass and was <laughs> genuine... I was like, do you, I just like, do you really think that's my name, dude? <laughs> like, could be, could be, People out here call ABCDE. I mean, you should be called Jackass. No, people messed up Wardell all the time growing up. I would get Wardell, uh, Wydell, like I would get all kinds yeah. of things. I'm like, literally, it's War and the Computer. Not hard. <laughs> Wardale. How do people used to mispronounce your name? I guess it's like your Southern, last name. Southern. Well, my last name. We're not even gonna get into that. But uh, my uh, my first name. People just Southern people take out the D. Is go Edgar, and I'm like the, the D is very important. Edgar. It's like it's what makes the name Edgar. Like you know, you know Southern like, people, we allied all words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be like Edgar, and I'm like, you just want to say nigger, but just, just say it. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> well, I was talking to an Edgar the other day, <laughs> and he was telling that me, damn, Edgar cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> We just gave every white person who's listened to our show ideas. Finally! (laughs) A way we can say it! (laughs) You know they always want to say it anyway, though. So it's like, now you got an excuse. My Edgar, my Edgar. Oh, yeah. Uh, Edgar's in Paris. Edgar's in Paris. (laughs) This is a bit for real now. Uh, Right. We we, we fucked up. We fucked up big time. We gave that's gonna too be much that's power. gonna be that's gonna be a new shirt. Yeah. <laughs> My friend is an Edgar. <laughs> oh man, this podcast. Speaking of racist. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if you guys know this, but we're in a beef with this other podcast. That's yeah. some mm-hmm. podcast number called Earwolf. I don't know, uh, uh, but uh. uh well, that's the network. Yeah, the own, network, you know, Earwolf, and then uh, I guess they're here in Chicago. I guess so. I yeah, guess so. I guess so. And we said we would, you know, bring them out. Well, we still bring them We've up. We've been wasting time. Yeah, but I guess we'll bring them up. Guys, please welcome to the stage, Andrew T. and Tony Newsome. <laughs> Clap lightly. Clap lighter. Clap lighter. Less clapping. Less clapping. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, damn, clap for them. <laughs> oh, thank oh, you. Man. Oh, See? hell yeah. Oh, hell we ain't yeah. bring y'all nothing when we did y'all show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Guys, one more time for Andrew T. and Tawny Newsome. Uh, they host a show called Yo, Is This Racist? We do. Uh, it is such a fucking good show, and I begrudgingly say that. Uh, but no, it's, a, it's such a good show. You guys uh, talk about talk about your show a little bit, because how many oh. people here know about Yo Is This Racist? Oh. Okay, okay, okay. 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 How many of you guys know about Culture Kings? Okay. <laughs> I feel somehow, like less people clap. Somehow less all people clap. <laughs> less people clap than that part. That is crazy. Yeah, what y'all here for? No. <laughs> like, I thought this was my favorite murder. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the details of a real murder. <laughs> uh, what a crazy idea for a podcast. We, <laughs> we take the world's easiest questions about racism and tell people that obviously racist shit is racist. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. that's it. People need to know. I, it's People shocking. do need to know. 
They shouldn't need to know. I, I did do. your show one time, dude. And this, this is my favorite type of racist. Uh, I did your show one time, and the voicemail that we got was a dude who was calling you, calling the show up, to basically say, hey, you know, now I'm not racist, but I don't understand why black people always do this and always do that. And then, you know, my dad is racist, but I'm trying to tell him about, you know, why they shouldn't do it. What would you say to this yeah. person? Basically asking you to tell people how not to be racist it's the when best. they are also racist as well. It's, it's people have no goddamn perspective ever. So it's just like every, everyone thinks they're fine. And yeah. I will just say... No one's ever fine. They're bad. Everyone's bad. But some people, we do have, like, I feel like the trend lately, and I mean, I just joined this year. Andrew's been fighting the good fight for years. Oh, I'm so sleepy. A thousand episodes. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sleepy. You guys, just, they just had their thousand fucking episodes. Yeah. <laughs> to, to give you perspective, we're on, like, episode 72, and damn, it's a struggle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like, I can't we, justify walking into that office anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's too many. It's too many episodes. Um, but uh, so I feel like the con the questions have trended towards really well-meaning people, sometimes overthinking things, but also just yeah. asking questions about how not to put their foot in it yeah. in a way that's like, okay, these people aren't racist. If anything, they're just they're bending over backwards to try and be sensitive. And so sometimes we're still roasting those people because we're mm. like, why are you such a nerd? Yeah. Yeah. What's the most uh, innocent question you guys have? ever come across where it's like okay this is really innocent oh that happens all the time a lot of those don't make it to air because okay. it's like <laughs> what is the point <laughs> um, yeah andrew screens the voicemail so i don't even hear some yeah you of them. watched me screen them this afternoon i was nervous i've never just heard like voicemails you haven't we didn't, heard before yeah, we didn't get to the raw part so, sometimes it's just racial slurs <laughs> Sometimes so people just literally scream the N-word yeah, and hang up. So that's fairly innocent. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that... Is there someone mean, like very sweetly being like, hey, just call the same nigger, okay, yeah. bye. Uh, <laughs> you know, just kind Pretty much. Which, slurs. like, obviously that's terrible, but, like, I kind of respect the bit. <laughs> Get it off your chest, dog. Yeah. Right. Like, ah. If we can be the hotline, if we were the only place people said, or white people said the N-word, I guess it would be a trade-off. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we can just delete that shit. We do it that's all the true. time. Maybe that is a service we need to start to be like, hey, instead of saying it out in the world, right. here's a Google voice <laughs> inbox that you can just shout it all you want, girl. Oh I would God. listen to that for I fun. I would listen yeah. to that. I want to know. I would just want to hear it for a day. <laughs> I mean, we could just give out your number, Edgar. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just, just uh, next episode, yeah. just yeah, call 1-900-EDGAR. And uh, that's your number, right? Um, innocent. I don't know. It's always shit that's like people who are like so... Um, scared to like speak up and they're just yeah. like oh i feel really bad about it. and it's just like just yell at those racists you're fine they're racist you know yeah. it's racist i don't know i got no specifics <laughs> you know what's crazy i mean you, look, this is i just want to point out this is rare you have five people of color up here who are host of podcasts host of shows uh tawny newsome if you don't know is about to blow the fuck up uh, I don't know if I can tell, like, some of the shit you're on or about to be on. Oh, sure. Uh, I guess. If, do I know about it? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Tawny Newsom in the new Denzel movie. Uh, she's not. Uh, but you will mom. be. But you will. <laughs> you played his mom. Uh, but, 
Something you know, you're that on, like, we get. You don't a lot get. of TV shows. You don't a lot like of TV that. shows. Brock Meyer. Yeah, we can cut that out. I just finished the season of Brock Meyer. That's not out but, yet, but. But yeah. Jillian Dollar Properties, which like, if you can find it, you can watch it. It's on iTunes and Amazon, okay? <laughs> That's a normal American place to get some shit. It's not Netflix, it's not HBO. <laughs> Chicago was a CISO town, right, guys? Who loves CISO? Three people, oh, yeah. three people knew about CISO. Yeah. Oh, it's CISO. I couldn't sign on to that shit even. I was literally trying to give them my money. And it just did not work. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's better than yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. correct. That's it was a right. streaming app that was on for, I think, like eight, nine months. Uh, yeah. I think it was a full year because somehow we made four seasons of that television show <laughs> <laughs> for a failed network. <laughs> That's the trippiest thing, too, when, like, everybody in L.A. has stories about a television show they were on that got canceled or that they wrote for, and it's like, ah, my show got canceled, my show got pulled, episodes yeah. got cut. It's a very normal thing, and you can commiserate. But when you're like... No, my show was fine. My network evaporated. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? It's like, no, my show technically in another universe is still on, and I'm very famous. Yeah. That's like, that's like this on. is us, like yeah. being the show, and then be like, show was great, but NBC just folded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Which, didn't crashed. CISO have something to do with NBC? It was yeah. literally NBC's digital arm. <laughs> and everybody was like, there's no way it'll fail. It's part of NBC. Like, and it no. failed. So here's something. I, I get this question a lot because we talked about this. We, we, we talk about this, how people come to us to give advice on racism and race and racial relations and all that good stuff. And one thing that I get is, you know, when you say all white people or white people are racist, you make me feel bad. I'm not racist. Not all of us are bad. And I'm just like, you don't really need to say that. That's like if, you know, the, the, the country is changing, you know, with the whole Time's Up movement, for instance. Yeah. And when people say stuff about men, I'm not up in the fucking corner in my room saying... Not all men. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. Like, you know, I know, I, I know, like, I, we all are fucking problematic at some, some points, but, but that's you, one thing that pisses me off. Yeah, because you know they're not talking about you because you're, you're uh, secure. I, I always just say whenever people hit me with, like, when you said this about whites, it made me sad. I just go, I wasn't talking about you. And they go... Okay. Yeah. Love your work. Well, it's like it's yep. like I wasn't talking about you. I thought until you just opened your mouth now <laughs> until the hit dog holler. Yeah. yeah. Now I now I think I am talking about you. Yeah, actually. I think. What's uh, up? I think the problem though is, and I don't know if everyone everyone will agree with this, but I think like wokeness and all that stuff like kind of sets this parameter for where people think they can hit it and be like, oh, if I just read this, if I just watch this, if I just listen to this podcast, I can hit it. Where it's like, nah, that's all bullshit. Like it's. It's something that everyone's working through and growing and stuff like that. And I think if we let go of this, like, end goal belief where we're like, I, if I knock off all these things on a checklist, I'll achieve this and be like, no, you're going to learn. And look, you'll probably die not that progressed. But, I mean, it's true. It's true, real bro. Life, like, life, that feels like a real. threat at a certain point. <laughs> but... You'll be so much closer, and the people who pick up the slack after you will be that much closer and can go that much more forward. I think that's the way we have to think about it. Because I was like, all right, let's say we get rid of, like, racism, right? And we get rid of, like, sexism. Yeah, we there's just going to be more... There's going to be more shit that, like, you know, we have to work on. Like, it, this idea that we can just knock it all off by reading things or watching things is ridiculous. I think if we just aim to do our best, we'll probably be in a much better place. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think, like, you can't... Like, oh, I don't say you can't, but I think it's going to be hard to dismantle the patriarchy in our lifetime. I think it's going to be hard to overcome racism in our lifetime. Yeah. We all work towards trying to make the world a 
better place for sure. Absolutely. But like the idea that like we as like male identified people will not like one day benefit from the patriarchy is like kind of like it's, it's insane. It's, it's not insane true. to think that that's a thing, or it's insane to think that one day. I'll just not be racist anymore and I won't have those unconscious biases and like things as like literally in our DNA yeah. and black people like it's in our DNA so like you can't just like get rid of it you have to keep exactly. working at it yeah um y'all know Shantira Jackson yeah Shantira Jackson is a wonderful writer and she's from Chicago we worked together at the Second City a little bit but now she works on Busy Tonight Busy mm-hmm. Phillips is new yeah um, she had a new show yeah and Shantira's on camera sometimes usually being like the shaking her head lady when Busy's doing some full white nonsense. I say that as Busy's friend. I hope that she... I guess I said I hope in a sad way. Yeah. We are friends. I just mean that I'm not trying to diss Busy. Anyway, yeah. cut this out. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> my point... Keep it in. Not today. Sophie ain't here. We keeping everything, baby. <laughs> Sophie, help! Um, no, my point is about Shantira, though. Shantira has this great thing that she does, which is half a bit, but also this wonderful vetting process where when she meets new white people, she'll go, man, white people are crazy. And then she'll just watch. <laughs> and she's like, there's only two responses. There's just like, yeah, or there's everything else. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, that tells her if they're going to give her some trouble. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so it's the people that are like, well, what do you mean by that? Or like, no, not all of us or whatever. It's like, well, you've got something hidden in your brain that you're worried about. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> busy and I are friends. Yeah. <laughs> name dropping, name dropping. <laughs> I so you all right. So I mean, I would probably say, look, we're two hosts of a comedy fucking podcast. We ain't which doing people shit. take way too way serious. too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. People will message us and be like, "There's some shit going on in Kansas. Can you help?" Like, no, I'm a comedian oh, who Can lives in Los help? Angeles. <laughs> like, bro, I'm on my way to an audition. Like. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, what do you think we are going to do? People tag like, us in ongoing, like, ground disputes. Or, like, yeah. you need to take shelter. I cannot help you <laughs> with a microphone. Please, yeah. But, I, but you are, Wardell, you are, you are doing true activism out here. I'm not saying you guys are. No, Wardell's the only one doing real shit. That's okay. right. We're, 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 we're I was that. trying to be respectful, but yeah, yeah, yeah. we ain't doing shit. <laughs> uh, but you out here actually doing true activism so, so do you find that your friends who aren't people of color come to you for advice more than oh you think God. they should i mean like i start charging uh after a while <laughs> like uh mm-hmm. this advice you gonna get about, them bill collector calls yeah, so, no, so not so smart. much you know yeah, you should, start, you you should get an app that's just like like I mean, venmo for the oh i share it on my facebook and yeah. twitter all the time yeah, like yeah. You, you know you want some free advice like it's not really free uh, <laughs> but like no like because you know people i have a lot of friends who uh, consider themselves to be like woke white people. And you know, something happens like in the Twitterverse or Facebook or whatever, and they're like, my messages are filled with well-intentioned white people asking for advice. And it's always like with the, excuse me now, I know you don't have to answer this, or like, I, I just felt like you were someone I could come to. And like, if I feel like it, I'll answer the question. Uh, and then sometimes I just ignore it because I don't know those people. Uh, but, they, but but they think because like my social media presence presence is of an activist yeah. that like I'm cool and people think I'm warm so like oh well they won't get mad at me and I'm like nah that shit is racist like stop <laughs> you are warm though you're cool and warm thanks I'm not cool. when I first met you I was like this is a cool warm ass dude <laughs> uh-huh. I, I was like- cold as hell man it's it's fucking three degrees outside. Awesome. And- 
I hugged you, and it was like, mm, this feels like L.A. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wardell. Uh, I feel like we all suffer from white people think they can approach us syndrome as people of color. Like, yeah. I, oh. Asian people I suffer from it hard. <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, we could ask Edgar this. Nah, like, but I, 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 nah. I, I kind of I brought it on myself by how much I talk about Nickelback. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're just like, uh, oh, yeah. I can talk to this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Every- I have, like, really white shit that I, I was with y'all last episode where you talking about girls. And oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm, like, also a, a huge fan of watching reruns of Sex in the City. Like, you know, <laughs> I have some really white shit. And they're like, oh, you like this? Well, we can talk. I'm like, no, nah, we can't, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't show that weakness. I don't know what y'all talking about, man. When yeah. I when I be listening to Jason Mraz, all the brothers <laughs> and sisters come up. <laughs> Give me, give me handshakes. Give me the gang signs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they be talking about, uh, I'm yours. And then they give me my handshake, and I'll be like, brother. But, uh, Wardell, I did want to ask you, what are some, like, active ways people who are living in Chicago can, like, help out with some of the work that you're doing? Because I feel like, you know, messaging someone, that's, like, not only is it annoying, but it's also a very passive way to, like, help out a situation. So what are some, like, active ways people can help out your work? Uh, my work? Or the work that you're doing here. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you could always donate money. Uh, <laughs> that's always first. But uh, also, I mean, for my work, or just like, you know, being a good human on the activism work that's happening, I think it starts on a real base ground level. So, like, you see some shit popping off, like, find the courage within yourself. We all have it. To just, like, say something. To, like, watch a moment or watch something happen. Or, like, you see cops pulling somebody over. You got five minutes. Just stop and watch. You ain't even got to pull out your phone yet. But just be a witness. Like, it starts at a very base ground level and then works its way up to larger things. You see, he was saying, just stop and watch. You made fun of me the other day because I saw somebody <laughs> getting kicked in the head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just stopped and watched. Yeah, but and that's not what do... he's talking about. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what he's talking I just about. Stopped, stopped. I stopped and watched. I was like, damn. That's fucked up. I'm going to watch how you this play out real You know that's not what he's talking about, right? Like, you know that. Now Your brain understands that, right, Jaquise? <laughs> You're, like, right the line between a witness and an audience. <laughs> yeah. Like, a troubling one somewhere. <laughs> like, you might have been entertained or you yeah. might need to hop in. Like, you right. yeah. <laughs> Smiling a little bit. Like, mm. All right, y'all. Here's something I want to do. This has been heavy conversation. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's lighten it up. It is the dead of winter here in Chicago. Everybody just got so mad. It's like, nice. it's getting cold. And everyone's like, y'all Chicago people's like, nah, nah bro, you ain't big. it ain't the dead of winter yet. It ain't the sun came yet. out. We just get started. <laughs> I know. These I, are wait. the jokes, y'all. Wait, can, can I ask you a question? When no. did you lose your Midwest ability to Ooh. be cold? Because I realized I have lost it. I moved from Chicago in October 2012. And I lost it in September of 2012. <laughs> 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 like, I lost it before I moved, yeah. <laughs> I moved away. Uh, so as soon as I moved away, I was like, what the fuck was I doing for 26 years? Yeah. Uh, well, 18 of them, I, ha- I was held hostage. Yeah. But <laughs> the that's other... What, that's what parenting is. That's what parenting, that's what parenting is. It's holding hold a child hostage. hostage. They hold you hostage in this cold I mean, place. I it's because they haven't been raised by Haitian parents. That's, that's holding a kid hostage. They hold you... That Your parents held you hostage? That's all my mom ever did. How? She would open the door and she'd be like, Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go outside? <laughs> and I'd be like, please, mom, please. And she'd just slowly close the door. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, let's throw. All right, so we did this segment a couple months ago. We, we, we threw our lit fall party. That's right. That's right. Uh, in L.A., it is still fall, but it is definitely not feeling like it to us right now. So we want to throw our lit winter party. We want to mm-hmm. throw our winter party. So here's what it's going to be. We're about to throw a party. We individually all are going to throw a party, all right? And then we're going to give it up to the audience to vote which one they think is the best fucking party, which mm-hmm. one they want to go to, all right? That's what we're going to do. So let's give the, let's give the list out. We're going to have the theme of the party. Has to be winter based, right? Mm-hmm. Entertainment, whatever, whatever entertainment you gonna have there. Catering, what food is gonna be there? And city location venue, whatever you want to throw out as a place you want to have this party. All right, that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna kick it to our first guest, Wardell. I'm gonna yeah, kick the first, first thing to you. you. Yeah, you know you first. <laughs> you know you first. I never go first. Uh, <laughs> you know you first. All right, let's do theme of the party. This is our lit winter party. Let me do the music. Why is that? I don't understand where you first heard that tune. It'll make no damn sense. <laughs> the Culture Kings lit winter parties. It's <laughs> good. I like lit it. Winter party. We literally have a DJ over there who can play no. a bow, good bow, song. No. And this nigga went. Close your, close your laptop. I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right, Wardell. Let's get theme of winter party. Theme of party. You go first, my brother. Theme of party. Yes. What's the theme of your party? Black joy. Mm. What went got to do with that? Not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say black joy is cold <laughs> and unfeeling? No. And, and you smack know, you in the face like harsh snow on Lake Michigan? <laughs> no, allies and co-conspirators are welcome. Okay. <laughs> I, I like co-conspirators over allies. So they yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. What about you, Andrew? What's the theme to your party? Oh, man. Mine is going to be almost uh, the thematically opposite. Uh, mine is going to be, you know that sport, uh, biathlon, where you ski and then shoot? Yes. Yeah. That's the theme. <laughs> it's skiing and then just like shooting up a target and yeah. then skiing again. That's a very fun sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine. Sh- I just realized that that sport is not what skeet shooting is. Yeah, no. no. What is skeet skiing shooting? and shooting? I just, I've never known the difference. I don't know what skeet shooting it's is. When, uh, it's like you shoot that disc out and then you have to shoot it. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. in Babysitter's Club. Dishes are done, man. <laughs> I'm, that's the one time I ever shot a gun was uh, shooting skeet. In uh, I went to Never Houston. say that ever again. No, it, was, it was fucking Never. dope. <laughs> and we sh- I shot the fucking clay pigeon thing. It was fucking sweet. <laughs> you know, you said like, oh, skeet. you went into work and you were like, you know what I did this weekend? I was shooting some skeet. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope to I hope to Shit. achieve that goal one day. <laughs> Just eventually bust a nut. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, biathlon. <laughs> I just want my party to have guns and skis. <laughs> okay, dude. Uh, what about you, Tony? Uh, the theme of my party, because I feel like in the winter, nobody wants to do shit. And especially, are we throwing this party in L.A.? We, well, haven't, we haven't got there yet. yet. Oh, right, we don't have We're at theme yeah. right now. This, yeah. this location can work anywhere, and it, it definitely has to do with like how old I am. Or this theme I, can work anywhere, you mean? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, this theme just... can work anywhere. And I think it's directly born out of like how I am starting to feel towards parties. So my theme is no pressure. 
And that means you don't have to come. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah. you're welcome, but you can stay home. It's cool. I like it. Mm, I think my theme, you know, if you guys know me, you'll know where I'm headed with this. Uh, it's a, uh, I feel the way inside, the way it is outside. That's a theme? God That's a theme. Man, that's, uh, <laughs> that's deep. Are these some dashboard <laughs> confessional lyrics? What's going that's on? That's right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a theme. Uh, everybody should wear black. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, only come with your demons. Uh, yeah, I think that that would be a very fun party. You know what I'm saying? And see, he's excited. Somebody in there is excited. Hell yeah. He knows what I'm talking about. I feel inside the way it is outside. <laughs> I feel like Edgar's parties are always exactly like Melania Trump's parties. <laughs> it's the same shit where you're like, uh, yeah. oh, what's the decoration? A dead tree. <laughs> huh. Huh. <laughs> All right. My party is going to be a snow angel party. What? You want everybody to catch a cold? What the fuck? <laughs> no, I want you just to dress up. What you think a snow angel look like? Wait, the thing you make in the ground? <laughs> yeah. But you gotta make that. You, you gotta. You gotta make that on you your. Giving body. Your, you giving your party attendants homework? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! And I expect y'all to choose my party at the end. <laughs> can I? Can I make one prediction, which is that working backwards, yours is ultimately gonna look like a clan rally. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! My secret is out. <laughs> like, Big sleeves. Okay. We're just gonna, we're gonna get dress a little like cold. That thing on the ground, yeah. all white. Oh man, okay. I got to change my location. It's not in front of a burning cross. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a location is coming, man. barbecue. Yeah, snow angel party. Just come dressed up as your, you know, a winter snow angel. Everybody gonna be looking beautiful and right. We're gonna be looking good. Don't be laughing with your sad ass party that you always come inside. How you feel outside? No, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. That's not what I said. I said I feel inside the way it is outside. What if it feels lovely outside? Well, then you come in lovely. <laughs> but it's not going. Your Haitian to be. friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you skeeting lovely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony, we'll kick this one off with you. We'll kick this one off with you. Where is going to be the city and location of your party? You know. Or whatever, city, location, venue, it doesn't matter. I think I'll base it in, like, the, the, the capital of Flake Nation in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. So that the no pressure party is like, you can stay home because you were probably going to anyway. Yeah. But also, it's a remote party because you can, like, Skype in from your couch under yeah. your blanket. Absolutely. So it's everywhere. Okay. All that require the only location is your apathy. In. I just register what you just said. <laughs> Can you imagine a party with people are there just via Skype? <laughs> that would be is insane. That, did we just so describe dumb. the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Uh, Andrew, what you got? Oh, shit. Uh, all right. I'm going to do... Uh, since mine is like a snow-based one, I'm gonna do the inside of like a roller rink. So we're gonna have to bring it, not a, not a ice rink, a roller rink. We're gonna cover it with snow. Again, guns and skis. 
You want people to be shooting guns inside of the place? Yeah, dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Yeah. (laughs) That place. (laughs) Oh, man. Andrew, I don't know if you know what you just started. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I like it. I like what you got, Wardell. Uh, South Beach, Miami. South Beach. It's a winter Ooh. party. Yeah. That is the best place in the winter, though. Yeah. It's great. It's like LA in the winter. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, mine is going to be Under the Bean. The artist doesn't like when you call it that. It's going to be Under Cloud Gate. Thank you. And I'm going to, ro- if you go, if you go outside from Under the Bean, one of Andrew's guns is going to shoot you. <laughs> 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 Shoot you back under the bean. It's all gonna be one big party. It's like the guns, the bean, Miami, Tawny being wherever the fuck she wants. And then, Skyping in. I don't know. Skyping the, in. Yeah. The the gates of hell where Edgar's gonna have his party. Is it the gates of hell? No, it's a cold basement. House <laughs> <laughs> with no heater. <laughs> Is your guest of honor like the Blair Witch? I feel like it's just like, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Entertainment, entertainment. Who's going who's gonna to be the fucking people that bring the house down at your party? Andrew, we're going to go to you first. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, so to me, what uh, I don't know who it's going to be, but the band is going to be all covered in bulletproof everything, body armor. <laughs> and so the real entertainment is going to be, of course, skiing around and just... <laughs> in the band, uh, yeah. So I don't know anyone in body armor okay. is the band. Okay. Wardell. Oh, that's me. Uh, President Obama, Beyonce, and a Michael Jackson hologram. <laughs> what Obama doing? Yeah, what is he doing? I get Beyonce and Michael Jackson hologram. <laughs> so what Obama doing? He's just grooving. If you there, it's Black Joy. <laughs> yo, yo, he's entertainment. Come watch Obama just dance just in the corner. Dance. He just hit that two step. Real <laughs> this is a winter lit party. Okay, okay, okay. okay. It's okay. Lit, it's lit. I feel you. I feel you. All right, Tony, what you got? trying to think of a band that's like you're not really sure if they're there or not <laughs> like okay i'm thinking of like i'm thinking of like coldplay i mean not just because the name but like they could be playing right now and oh, i wouldn't no. really know <laughs> like hum one song <laughs> oh shit is coldplay here or did who I just knows fall asleep i don't know you could be at home coldplay you could be at front row to coldplay concert mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. i like it i fuck with coldplay what you got edgar uh there'll be like white noise in the background and then uh <laughs> everybody will be whispering their childhood traumas to each other <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Um, mine is gonna so right in, the bean is right in front of some like ice skating rink in the winter, and on the ice skating rink 
on ice skates is gonna be Kirk Franklin and the family just singing <laughs> melodies from heaven and brighter day. <laughs> For the whole party, he was gonna be singing two songs. <laughs> two songs. No, he also sings silver and gold, and this is why we sing and all that. Oh, he gonna sing stump. He gonna sing the classic. The classic. He gonna sing stump. He gonna sing stump. Stump. Hallelujah. Ice. Shabbat. No, that's not stump. What's, I, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. The stump, that's right. The, the whole stump. stump and nothing but the stump. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> there we go, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> That's gonna be my entertainment. All right, last one, last one. People need to eat at this party. Mm. What's the catering at your party, Edgar? Let's start with you. It's gonna be cold sandwiches that you wish your parents had made you. <laughs> this is just a party your mom actually threw for you. <laughs> and then she gonna slowly close the door. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar, of course, raised by ghosts. Yeah. Raised by ghosts. <laughs> Two Haitian ass ghosts. <laughs> oh yeah, don't tell people your screenplay. Don't yeah. tell them about it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so the catering at my party is gonna be just <laughs> church wine and uh <laughs> nobody's voted for your party, Chiquis. Church wine. I'm gonna tell you right now. And no, no, church wine and uh <laughs> Italian fiesta piece. <laughs> but, the, but with angels on it. <laughs> what? How does it tie to the angels? <laughs> Let me add this. <laughs> I just want to eat Italian fiesta pizza so bad. Uh, that's what's going to be at my party. Wine and pizza? That's Out. disgusting. <laughs> it's delicious. Wardell, what you got? Uh, I don't even know if they're still open. There was one. But uh, Buca de Beppo. Uh, <laughs> you don't know if they still open. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one in the, in the Grove or something, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just saw that, too. Cause, yeah. uh, so Buca de Beppo, so we got, like, large fried chicken. We mm -hmm. got lasagna, because, you know, black people love Italian food. That's so, true. like, all the spaghetti, true. True. all the mashed potatoes, and then the only drink you can get is Hennessy and cranberry juice. <laughs> You're the only one pitching a good party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Obama in the corner just shuffling. Yeah. Just, oh, just yeah. Just shuffling. Out. This, is even, this is not even fair. It's like, are you guys going to vote for pizza and Obama or are you going to vote for childhood trauma? <laughs> pizza and Obama or childhood trauma? Uh, Andrew. Um, I guess since we're doing the biathlon, uh, the only food is going to be that, like, uh, goo shit that, like, marathon runners, like, oh, put Oh, Gatorade into. thing, yeah. It's, like, caffeine and glucose or whatever. And then, I guess, straight <laughs> vodka in the water bottles. <laughs> I like it. it's Nordic, you know? We're, we're, Somebody getting shot at your party it, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, just lead and, and goo. <laughs> That's I like the it. catering. I like it, Tawny. Um, Take us home. I, I guess at the no press party, so if you're Skyping in remote, um, you're eating the things that you say that you don't eat in public. Like me, like I'm an 89% vegan. Um, so if I'm doing the no press party and I'm at home, I'm just eating, I'm eating chicken and like, you know, so you're eating all the things you say you don't eat. So if you're gluten-free, you're just eating like seven baguettes in a row. <laughs> You're just eating all the things that you claim you don't eat out in public. And there's going to be no food served at the actual location party because we don't want to tempt anyone to actually come there because it's no press. So just stay home and eat your shame food. 
All right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's the that's the lit parties, y'all. That's the lit parties. All right. Now it's on y'all. It's on y'all. I'm gonna go down the list. You get and... to stay home with mine. I just want to. Can we do final arguments? It... In a lot of ways, you guys are already at Tawny's party right now. Yeah, at Tawny's party right now. I'm just saying, if you don't pick me, there may not be episodes next week. That's okay. And my shit got guns. I think that's okay. Uh, All right. It's a dark plea. All right. (laughs) Only clap for the party that you want. Only clap for the party that you, you want. You can't clap more than once. You can't clap more than once. I, mean, I think you can, clap. you can clap more than once. We're keeping I mean, track. We're yeah. keeping track. Yeah. Nah, don't clap more than once. Because that's how Voter we don't know. Fraud. Who wants to <laughs> who wants to go to Tawny's party? I voted for Tawny's too, by the okay. way. Okay. Who wants to go to Edgar's party? That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. You people all need to go to jail. I know. You guys, you don't need to go to therapy. Therapy and jail. Therapy first and then jail. (laughs) (laughs) Who want to go to Andrew's party? Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, y'all are the only ones not getting shot. So, y'all ready for this? Who wanna go to my party? (laughs) (laughs) By far the least. (laughs) By a shocking amount, the least. (laughs) The turnout results. (laughs) It's your show. Mo Pizza and Kirk Franklin for us, baby. (laughs) Kirk Franklin will be singing just to me and you. We getting that heaven with a melody in our heart, baby. Uh, Who wants to go to Wardell's party? The one it was pretty party. close between Edgar and Wardell, yeah, I feel like. That's right. I, I, I mean, that's I, right. I may, like, you know, give it over, because I feel like Edgar had a more resounding applause. That's right. That's All right. right, because I don't want Edgar to ever win, let's, <laughs> now we're just going to do it for these two, all right? Only clap for the person you want. Who wants Edgar? Oh. <laughs> and who wants Wardell? Wardell, you got the littest winter party. (laughs) Which makes sense since you actually live in winter right now. I get it. My party's not in winter at all. Let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Time for what you rather, guys. Let's do yeah. what you rather. <laughs> you picking right. the goat? You picking the goat? You picking the goat? Who picking the goat? Who picking the goat? Who picking the goat? Stand up for the goat. Stand up for the goat. You pick. You oh. <laughs> Yo, my fi- <laughs> my fiance, my fiance's mom and brother here, and they're like, "What the fuck type of show <laughs> is this?" They're talking about fucking goats. <laughs> <laughs> Wardell is so confused. He's like, whoa, why did I do the other thing? <laughs> I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> I listened to one of the goat fucking episodes uh, when I was like driving to a camping trip and I was just like, oh man, if I die out here, the last thing I hear is going to be these dumb motherfuckers talking about fucking goats. I really... I almost died out there just to make that happen. Oh, man. I love it. All right. Here you go. Here you go. Would you rather be able to pay $1 to make any person find you attractive 
or receive $1 every time a person finds you unattractive? <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, now I want to I want to precursor this. Let's take the fact that some of us are in relationships out of this. Because I don't want to be, well, I'm married, I got... Yeah, nah, in my relationship, out. I'd get a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> let's take that out. This, we, are, we are all single and free in this scenario, all right? All right. All right. Andrew, you seem Damn. like the one who's ready to answer right I'm now. I'm going to leverage the Asian thing and take the money, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take... I feel like, Can you know... Can you explain that to some people who may yeah, not Yeah, well, because a lot of people... Not a lot of people... You people are cool, but everyone else, uh, no, there's like a thing where like people are like, oh, Asian dudes aren't as attractive or blah, 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 whatever, fine. I, I can live with that, but I could live with it more <laughs> if I had a dollar for every person. I just feel like I'll take the money. I'm bad. All right, all right. Plus, yeah. rich Asian dudes do fine, so they do, Right. It was, it was a movie. Yeah. Uh... Wardell. I'm definitely taking the money. You gonna take the money? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pay yeah, who's taking the I would have predict no one's yeah, taking the dollar, other shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. You also will, like, if you look in your bank account one day and be like, $20,000. <laughs> you feel bad. <laughs> you know, 20,000 people think you ugly as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a vacation in every month. Yeah, I'm resigned to that. That's great. Can if I... anything, that's low. Give me that money. Can right. I strike some kind of a compromise? No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk uh, about let's, it. Let's, well, let's, let's let me pitch it. Let's hear the compromise. Because similar to like the weird trope of like Asian men aren't attractive, you get a lot of like uh, white guys that are like, I'm not into black women, but you're okay. Mm -hmm. So can I have 50 cents for every person that's like, I hate black women. You're light enough though. Because mm. <laughs> mm. I feel like I would be a millionaire. <laughs> mm. That's a good proposition. That's a good proposition. I'm gonna say no still. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Say no. I'm gonna say no. You gotta pick one. You either gonna pay this dollar or All get right, this dollar. Fine. Then I'm gonna then I'm gonna pay the dollar because then that's the only way I'm like gonna get cast in things. I'm gonna be like old as hell and I'm gonna be like, here's a dollar, head of Marvel. Make me the love interest in this fucking Spider-Man okay. movie. What Marvel movie old. would an old woman be the love interest? It won't matter because I'll I'll pay the casting director. I'll yeah. make them think I'm attractive. Every, I'll pay all the people in the testing in the pilot testing thing. All right. I'll be fucking Jennifer Aniston, broke as hell, but I'll be working. <laughs> all right. All right, all right uh, Peter Parker, your love interest in this movie is a 60-year-old woman. <laughs> I left the grades on the stove. <laughs> Be careful, baby. Uh, Edgar, what are you, what are you? I'm interested to hear what you got to say. You know what, man? I hate myself enough uh, that I might, I might pay the money. I might pay the money just to, like, you know, have some fun, you know what I mean? But... Yeah, I think I'm going to pay the money. I want to try this out. Like, if maybe I get, like, $5, be like, mm, you know, let's flirt for 5 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that could be a real fun thing to do. I feel you. I'm going to agree with you. 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay the money. Yeah, I'm gonna pay the money. Listen, it's career smart. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> Listen, you guys are out of your goddamn. Listen, mind. I know what I look like, Andrew. Yeah, and that's why I'm paying the money. Okay, that's why I'm paying the money. All right. <laughs> I've been trying to get rid of this stomach for four years, man. If a dollar can do it, I'm gonna do it. Oh, that's the other question. Is if when I take the money, do you think? I think I'd be incentivized to make myself less attractive. <laughs> I would start just like doing all those things. Stop caring. Yeah. Stop caring. Yeah. Stop caring as a profit center. That's the way I bring the but money in. Counterpoint: When you pay the money, you're also like, it doesn't. I don't have to do this upkeep. I can just pay you to find right. me flawless. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. So both scenarios are very lazy. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we do on Culture Everything Kings. winds up at Buka de Pepo. <laughs> it's very lazy. Very lazy, bro. Just letting it go. Yes. We literally have one where rather than fixing your life, you can either skip 15 years ahead or go back to when you were 10 years old and just fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> How many people going to take the dollar? Damn. I'm talking to y'all for the... How many people going to give a dollar? Oh, the little I mean, people still pondering and like yeah. I don't know. Oh, bro, what the fuck? I like, open their wallet. Like <laughs> this shit stumped me. They call somebody. Like hold on, hold on. Can I call a friend real quick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, the real trick is to get like a perfect fifty-fifty split and have those dollars passing back and forth. Absolutely. This is some Lex Luthor shit. I <laughs> some arbitrage opportunity you guys are coming up with. I'm Wait, sorry. Because you, you think you get to do both things, maybe? I think, yeah. I, no, I think one person takes it, and the other person takes the other one, and those dollars just keep passing back and forth. And then, like, the bank of Culture Kings is taking 5% every transaction. I know what's up. You guys you are know. the Venmo of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. All right, guys. We wrapping it up. I told you. <laughs> what? I like, see? Who was that? Was that Hillman? Is that Hillman again? That was my, my That's man. Bring on the demons, my guys. <laughs> my man. Brother, we've been out here for hour 15. I got to pee. We wrapping this motherfucker up. <laughs> right. Plus, the Edgar's demons are waiting for you outside. <laughs> waiting for outside. <laughs> All right. I said, I said we were going to do some Q&A. We're going to make this quick. But I got, I, I got three shirts to give out, so I got three people. Who are gonna ask the question? Who got a question they wanna ask us? We're gonna answer it. First hand right I saw right here. What's your name? My name's Kennedy. Kennedy, yeah, give it up for Kennedy, Kennedy y'all. Um, so I'm working on a project with a bunch of people, and we're trying to figure out how to approach people um, without making them feel like they're tokenized to encourage more people to that will bring different perspectives, but it, like we don't want to word it in a way that makes them feel like we just want you to speak for everybody, or like we, we just don't want them to feel tokenized, and we haven't been able to figure out how to approach it. What's the group? <laughs> you can't say. You can't. So we, we are. <laughs> we can cut this we, out if you want. No, it's fine. Um, we want to start a podcast, um, and right now... We have a white male host named Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> and I don't want to speak because I have a voice for uh, silent films, and I just, like... <laughs> so I don't want to be on it, and I just want to produce it. So we're just trying to figure out how to, like, approach this without making someone feel tokenized. Um, I guess, like, for me, I would say pick someone that... You just like really like their talent more than anything else, and I think that that would probably help with that situation where 
if I can tell, like, oh, you really fuck with me on a talent level, like, I'm not just, like, a black person in this or whatever kind of person you're looking for, I think, for me, that would help me a lot more where I'm like, oh, yeah. you actually fuck with me as a person. Because, like, with me in projects, I can tell when people are just like, oh, I just want you because you're black. Or they're like, oh, I like you because you like doing sad shit, and that's what this project is about. I'm like, all right, then you really fuck with my sense of humor <laughs> and who I am as a person. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that would be my answer. Yeah, I would say, as far as tokenizing them, I, I think one thing that you can do is you just let them know it's not, uh, you don't have to let them know this, but just know it's not you tokenizing them, it's you wanting to have their voices heard. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, it just starts with just trying. It's the first effort. You want, you know that the world is changing and more diverse voices need to be heard because that is what the world looks like, right? So you even saying like, hey, yeah, I got this white host, but I don't want to have an all-white show. I, I personally wouldn't take that as, oh, so you just looking for a black person for the hell of it. No, I would take it as, all right, you want to hear my voice. You want to have my experience be a part of this show. And I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah, what what you guys think? I think, yeah, to capitalize kind of on what Edgar said is to make it mostly about them. And you don't, I don't even think you need to say we want a diverse perspective. We kind of talked about this in the last show. Someone had a similar question about how they feel like sometimes they get asked to do things because they're a person of color. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that does get wearying when you hear it from a lot of sources because you start to feel like maybe my talent isn't good enough. So I would just want to hear like, I think you're great. Come do this thing. Yeah. That's all, you know, and if you do that to a bunch of people, someone's going to pan out. A bunch of people of color, you know, it'll want, you'll get one person that it'll, it'll work out with. Yeah. I would just say also be, yeah, be honest. Just mm -hmm. be honest and upfront. Like, and, and not framing it in a, we're looking for, like, to diversify this with more people of color. Just being honest about what you want. Yeah. And like talking up their talent. If you think they're dope, then you like their voice. I just say if you're writing it up, Put the word unique, but like one point larger and in italics, and then like 15 wink emojis after it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get it. Great. That's the advice you should take right there, right there. <laughs> Kennedy, we only have one size of shirt, so <laughs> I apologize. But it's our new design, the Martin TV logo and our Culture Kings sign. That's for you, Kennedy. Thank you, Kennedy. Thank you. We Who were else got a question? How we're jealous of your merch situation. I Those know, shirts man. look amazing. I know. My man. All right. What's your, what's your name, man? Alonzo. What's up, Alonzo? What you got? Uh, first of all, congratulations on your engagement, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my question is I know you guys are talking about taking Edgar for some pizza, but what's the one restaurant you got to take him while he's here? And then for the three guests, you guys can throw suggestions as well. That's not pizza? Yeah, anything. Oh, at the Bevix. That's where he it. wants to go so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes sense for him. You are at the Bevix. Yeah, yeah, man. It's I'm, a mean restaurant where the food's bad and the, yeah, you pay them. Not the good. service is bad and people are really rude to you. Uh, I'll, okay. Uh, you go ahead. You go ahead. You uh, live here. I would, I would say Harold's and and. The Wiener Circle. Okay. That's the black Ed DeBevix. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my favorite restaurant in this town is Avec. I took Andrew last night. It's the best restaurant in America. And I get, I talk to chefs in like other cities and stuff that are like, you're from Chicago? Avec is the best restaurant. 
I love it there. That's never pretentious. You can get out of there without spending a million dollars too. And they're open till two a.m. and they serve amazing food till Where two a.m. Where is this? It's on Randolph. It's like one of the first like super hip West Randolph West Loop places. Oh. It's so good. So I'd say go to Avec. But if you if you're gonna call me bougie about it, then I do what Waddell said and go to Harold's. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I already think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Edgar, you and me are probably after this show, going to get a hot dog in the parking lot of Home Depot. Absolutely. So you know, you know that's the real hot dog. Uh, I don't necessarily, this isn't like a shit, I mean, there are restaurants here in Chicago, it's just one of my favorites, so it's not somewhere that's only in Chicago, but they're not everywhere. I'm going to Flat Top Grill. Uh, hey. I'm disappointed, oh, I man. I Which, I mean, you keep... said Harold's already, so I got to yeah. say something different. Yeah. No, they uh, keep closing for health violations. Yeah, Find me like, one. All the flat tops I know around town have closed. I didn't say he was going to be well after it. I said he <laughs> going to it. This is how we kill Edgar. <laughs> I've been trying to host this show by myself for years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my, that's, that's my place. That's good. I used that's to love place. that joint, though. Yeah. yeah, all right. My man, you get... And authentic. Blowing the noodle back. <laughs> Another term that my fiance's mom is like, what the fuck is wrong with this show? All right, one more, right? One more question. One more question, and then we wrapping this bad boy up. My man right here. What's your name, brother? All right, my name is Chris. What's up, Chris? All right, so being in an industry where it's mostly people of non-color, what keeps you going in that to follow your dreams? Oh, for me... That doesn't matter at all. Uh, for me, what keeps me going is the fact that I want it. <laughs> like that, that's it. Uh, I, you know, the contributing factors, I, I know how they can um, affect me, and I want to change that, and I don't want to be seen as, you know, all the th and I want to get, get the opportunity. Uh, but the, I, I feel like the drive that I have doesn't come from wanting to prove people wrong. The drive that I have wants to, comes from wanting to prove myself right. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, for that, that's what keeps me going is just I want it, and I've always wanted it, so that's not going to change. Uh, thank you for that Nike commercial. Uh, Jaquise, uh, that, was, uh, that was very beautiful. And I'm now announcing my... <laughs> I'm uh, going to the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah. next year. Uh, 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 for me, it's a... Uh, Truly what it is, is like, uh, so I perform for a lot of white audiences, got to do this thing called improv. And um, there was one time where we did this like all black show and like the audience was all black. And hearing how they were so into it and so like laughing at it, that's an experience I've never really had because, you know, I went to like all white schools later in life and all that stuff. And that's kind of what keeps me going is that there's somebody who can look at me and go, oh, yeah. I can do that too. So that, that's what it is for me is like, especially because, you know, I do a little bit more dry style of humor and stuff like that, and that's not a space that we typically associate with black people. So I just want somebody to be like, oh, I don't have to be like loud and big or anything like that. I can be dry or talk about sad or whatever it is. I can do what I want to do and not have to fit into this monolithic idea that people think that we fit into. So that's what makes me keep going in that shit. Ooh, what a good New Balance commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what you guys got? You guys are in the entertainment industry as well. My quick one is I just can't let Crazy Rich Asians be the last of that shit, so I have to improve on that, because, oof. Uh, I would say, I mean, I, 
I know what it was like as like a little black boy in Birmingham, Alabama, seeing people like that look like me. So like representation is like super super important. Uh, but also like I like it's the only thing I ever really wanted to do. Uh, I guess I'm like kind of good at some other things, but not really. So like this is like also like I know like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So like the 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 roadblocks and the stumbles and that kind of stuff that exist. Uh, it's just like a part of the journey and like I embrace it. It's not something that I like shy away from. Um, yeah, and like I'm just, if you're passionate about it, like let that passion drive you. Like, and you know the power of entertainment and comedy and like even drama, like it, it has the power to like help people heal people and like even just like a good laugh can save a life. So if you hold on to that little bit alone, you're good. Just keep going. Really deep. Everybody got so quiet and started listening to shit. <laughs> um, I never learned to type. <laughs> so, like, I can't be working in an office. <laughs> I don't know Excel. That's true. I don't know, I don't know Word. I don't know the difference between an R RTF and a PDF. So, like, I... What the fuck is an RTF? <laughs> RTF is rich text oh, format. See, I know sometimes someone literally sent me one today and I said, what's that? Um, <laughs> I used to bartend, but that, that was hard too. So this is, yeah, no, but also with what everybody else said, all the deep shit, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Tony Newsom, Andrew T, and Wardell Julius Clark. Also, give it up, the man got the shirt. It's another Martin shirt, but it's a long sleeve. Wow. 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 Chicago. City of Chicago. Huh? City of Al Capone. <laughs> the city of Home Alone. City of Home Alone. <laughs> uh, how you guys feeling? You guys had a good night? You guys had a good night with us? Great, great, great. Uh, honestly, this has been dope for me. I appreciate all you guys coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, this has been dope for us. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time for Edgar Montplazier. One more time for Jaquise Neal, the son of Chicago. Uh, you know, because this is going to go on a recording, at Awfulgram on Instagram, at Echomopolisier on Twitter. At Jaquise Neal on all social media. Guys, at Culture Kings Pod. Hashtag us, Culture Kingdom, you came to the show. Let everybody know. Let everybody know what they missed out on. We like you. We love you guys. Good night. Thank you. We're going to meet you guys out there in a couple minutes, guys. We'll meet you out there. One more time for Ian, too, guys. Ian Rydell and Chicago Podcast Festival. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah.